0: Shalom, everybody, and welcome to the Shai Fleischer Show, broadcasting live from Judea to the world, you're a part of it, wherever you are, and shalom, and welcome to our beloved Malka Fleischer.
1: I am back.
0: That's right, co hostess with the mostest.
1: It is very nice to be finally back on the show yeah, after I'm, all this I'm, time.
0: And I'm sorry that you haven't been on the show, it's not from Did people you telling me- Did you cancel culture me? No, no, you, didn't, you were not canceled at all. In fact, a lot of people kept telling me, why are you skipping the best part of the show, which is Malka?
1: Right, and, and then you- and,
0: <laughs> and uh, the thing is, is that uh, it's only it's only incorrectly named the Ishai Fleischer show. Uh, but the thing is, is just it's been really, really, truly very, very busy the last few weeks. Right. Um. And uh, in a kind of blessed way, in a kind of post Corona, like,
1: right, getting like, her done way, get,
0: get, getting her done kind of way. And and uh, at the same time, uh, didn't get you on the show. So sorry about that. That's OK. So it's good to have you back.
1: But I want to say that that really is a, a testament to your stick to itiveness, and your passion for the show and your dedication to the listeners, because you were recording shows at like one o'clock in the morning, or, you or. were recording shows like in your office after work. No, you the, were doing all kinds of crazy after, recording with
0: filling on next to Maratamachpela. Yeah, you know, getting choked up about 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 right. the tour issues and stuff. So, like So, that. but
1: that's really that's the reason I couldn't be on is because you were so really too busy to do the show. But you did it anyway.
0: Yeah, I had I had one uh, listener write me when I put out a show late on one of the Thursdays. She's like, what, no show this week? I'm surprised at you.
1: Oh, I'm like, it's coming. You don't even
0: know. It's coming. It's coming out right now. Uh, anyway, to get the show done takes a lot of people's help. So that's Ben Bresky, Tabitha, Moshe, Herm- Moshe Herman, uh, Lou, and also Yocheved. They get it out to the NetWaves. So thank you very much. Uh, to all the people that help and all the folks that have been donating also uh, in this new fangled thing that we've yeah, been using. Yeah, we got to
1: buy me a coffee.
0: Yeah, and it's really working. It's, it's called, very
1: cute. First yeah. of all, I just like that. Yeah. Buy me a
0: coffee. Right, buy me a coffee. It's just that simple. Friend to friend. That's right. Buy me. That's what it is. So it's buymeacoffee.com forward slash Yishai or just go to com. and people have been hitting it and that's really, it's really so fun.
1: nice. And I, I it also, one of the things that I particularly like, all the donations are so... Like important to us And we really want to thank you And now that the Hanukkah season Is rolling around I extra want to thank you uh, Because you know Hanukkah time Is the time of giving And uh, And it just means a lot But there have been A lot of people No guilt 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 Okay (laughs) (laughs) But One thing that I've actually Really appreciated seeing On our Buy Me A Coffee Is that people are signing up For the $5 a month plan that touches me because the $5 a month plan is called Welcome Aboard. And I love that. I love that people are just like, yeah, sign me up for your email. And literally, I'm going to buy you one coffee a month for $5. And I just think that's so cute and and so wonderful. And um, it's such a joy to see all these new members cropping up, people who want to get your really awesome email that you send out also with incredible uh, sacrifice and dedication <laughs> every week. Um, <sighs> anyway. Yeah, so, but yeah, we put out Hanukkah decorations, speaking of Hanukkah. Wait, hold on,
0: hold on, hold on. Shwaya, 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 shwaya. Okay. Everybody should sh- learn this Hebrew word, well, which is actually Arabic. modernized Hebrew, yes. Yeah, it's actually Arabic, which is shwaya, shwaya. Slowly, 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 slowly. slowly, slowly slow. Lat, lat. That's what we say. That's the Hebrew version of it. Uh, I, I'll get to Hanukkah decorations in just one second. Okay. Um, the first thing is that we have a special show today. We're going to have the Malka and Yishai section. Then we're going to have a short Ben Bresky- a life in Israel moment about the Lone Soldiers Center and about Turkey Day for lone soldiers. That's very nice. Yeah,
1: I think that's especially appropriate this week. Yes, yes, actually, it is. Given uh, that you are going to talk about lone soldiers, given the fact that we mm. had ripped from our uh, from our arms the lone soldier Eliyahu K, whose life was cut so short um, this week in a terror, a, a monstrous terror attack in the old city of Jerusalem. Um, he wasn't a soldier at the time, meaning to say it's not like he was in his...
0: Uh, he was already 26 you know. years yeah, old. Yeah, he was p- post-army. Past, past his lone soldier period.
1: Right, but he uh, was walking uh, as a on his way, I think, to work as a, a tour guide at the Western Wall Tunnels um, when he was just mowed down by a horrible excuse for a human being who uh, just started shooting random people in the street And uh, and executed Eliao Basically um, And that was a terrible loss A great sorrow For the Jewish people This week And everyone was I didn't know Eliao Although he was An English speaker From, he was from, from South, South, South Africa. Africa
0: He was working at, But I at, know at people Who knew him He was working As a guide In the Kotel Tunnels right. And he was also A former lone soldier And he was also Engaged uh, right. To be married terrible. To a wonderful
1: Seemingly wonderful, wonderful Very wonderful strong person. girl
0: Yeah And we heard her Talking about his death And And who he was in life. And it was, it was, it was, you know, it's, I can't exactly explain it. It's heartbreaking to the point where it's like numbing and you just go like, and there's this like, there's this, and I don't want to get into this in this section now of the show, but there's this whole thing in Israel where like, since there is a lack of a proper response to such heinous acts then everything just gets sublimated and we just keep going. And our defense mechanism is that life goes on and there's something right, and immoral. that becomes there's the source of pride. And right. and
1: while there is something to that, it is incomplete. Yeah. It's 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 mis misconducted. Uh, I
0: will I'll say it a different word. It's a cop out. It's a cop out. That's what that's what it is. And we just we just cop out. And and I said to Noah Arnone, Noam, Dr. Arnone was... You know who I work with as the he's the spokesman of the Jewish community of Hebron, the Hebrew spokesman, and and one of my mentors and a colleague. And I said to him, um, you know, and I started talking about these things, and he's like, the way the w- the reason we do it is that if we would like take it in,
1: right, it would just be too much. It would yeah, overwhelm.
0: We would just go crazy. That's what he said. He used those words. Like, we right. would go crazy, and uh, and and right. and
1: that's the loss of one person, let alone right. you know Israel's been through some periods where it hasn't been just one person, <sighs> but, but but
0: it wasn't just one person. It was like I'll tell you what it is. This boy, this young man, was the matok of the matok, right. the sweet of the sweet. And obvious. he was like,
1: as you call it, as we say in Hebrew, mishalanu. Right. He was like one of us. Yeah. Um, Isha, you put up a picture, I think, on your social media of Eliao, um, a, a picture of one of his social media pro- posts where he was standing in his soldier's uniform um, guarding in Chevron, yeah, and he was like, "Ain't a lie, Chevron, or something yeah, like that." Ain't yeah. Chevron. We'll There's off, no place right. like Chevron. Until next time, a very proud soldier, proud <sighs> to serve in in the the uh, the city, which is the root of the Jewish people.
0: You know, for me, also there was another little poignant thing. Yeah, he was that? a lone soldier, <laughs>
1: right?
0: And he served in the 202nd Battalion oh, wow. of the Paratroopers, wow, I which is know my that. battalion. I didn't know that. And also he was twenty six and about to get married when I got married. Uh, you were twenty six. And I was just right? like uh, well, there were a lot of parallels. Yeah, I was you. like that touched home. He was just
1: a very he seemed like a very sweet and handsome person and and a and,
0: and a and a Zionist.
1: And a real Zion he like yeah. basically schlepped his whole family from South Africa, which is yeah. no easy feat, I understand. Yeah. To pull Jews out of South Africa and and my understanding is that his parents are just amazing people and his you know, his siblings and um, it was a terrible thing, so I'm very glad that you're doing a section Yishai on the lone soldiers.
0: Yeah, Malka, definitely, uh, definitely something that's 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 painful, poignant, and I just when I when I just look, I want to finish this off, but I want to say when I look at it with Eli or Eliyahu, okay, I just think of Yitzhak Avino. I just think of sacrificing the binding. I just think of this like perfect, you know, this 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 right. this perfect uh, offering, perfect offering, and it's just like I'm like I'm like through my close ones will I be sanctified right. and I just
1: yeah this is definitely one of those moments where people say you know Hashem takes his best yeah his best ones may he be the last <sighs> amen
0: amen amen Neshama give us, have an aliyah and give us kapara and be a mail yosher. Um, I want to say uh, Malka that uh, you should live to 120 amen thank you uh, you too and 120, all of you all of you listening also amen, amen. and health and, and blessing to all of you from the land of blessings Erz Israel um you malka uh when you go to heaven it'll it, one of the let's, things let's hope when you when you go yes. to heaven, you, one of the things that Bezrat Hashem, uh they'll they'll call you out and say that you get a award or or definitely the the, the so called pearly gates will be wide open for you. The reason <laughs> will be is because of your love of the holidays and, <laughs> and and i I really do believe that you will get to celebrate the holidays in the next Ooh, world that sounds great. and and in the time what of the resurrection that's like? of the dead. I think it's a party. A
1: party. What are those latkes like? Crispy you wanna, on the outside, see, creamy on the inside. See I'll tell y- you that.
0: Yehuda, do a break dancing. Okay. <laughs> you want to see? You want to see somebody get down and boogie? Okay. Do a little sword pin dance. The,
1: pin the flame on the menorah.
0: Yeah. Pin, yeah. Make make a, a sword a Chanukiah. Um, uh, you have already dedicated the house for happy day Hanukkah.
1: Yes, I I have some decorations. I put them out, although even as I'm looking at my decorations, oh, well, where I see do they, they come can from, use though? a little
0: refreshing. Where did the decorations come from? They came from the Hanukkah bag.
1: The Hanukkah bag. We have this thing we do, which is where we take old pieces of luggage and then we fill them with our stuff.
0: With with the accoutrements of the holiday. Of the holidays.
1: So for example, There's Pesach, Passover, oh, has <laughs> a very seriously large red wheelie suitcase
0: I'm talking about we're talking about a major suitcase here we're talking about a big right, and
1: I I would like to say that I am a minimalist actually when it comes to Passover <laughs> like I don't yes yes you are don't I am I said and you that are. is what the listeners are going to hear you know I'm, i never would have uh, put I, those two words my together my whole Pesach goes into one suitcase you should be you should be dancing for joy that I am so after 120 I'll yes. dance again. <laughs> Anyway, so I, Pesach. I just had no idea.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, they, now you know. Yeah. <laughs> My wife is a minimalist <laughs> when it comes to Passover. I, I knew this not.
1: Get, now this you know. Okay. So so anyway, Pesach has a red suitcase. Yes. And Hanukkah. Wait,
0: Sukos has got a case? That's all the decorations has a, and a all the, case It
1: has like little horseback riders suitcase. Yes, and then Hanukkah. And then this one is more like a blue wheelie duffel bag.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: And I save my Hanukkah decorations and like our many Hanukkiot in there. We have
0: many Hanukkiot of various. I kinds. opened the
1: bag and I thought that I would see more decorations in my mind. Yeah, I feel like we need some more. Yeah, go for it. I need to get some more.
0: You, I know the Hanukkah that's in your blood. Your mother, Alea Shalom, yes. she used to. Yeah, she, used she to go like nuts. like there was a period of time where where the where the relationship was cold. Mm-hmm. And even Long story. Yet, Long story, different not different episode, long. different but, episode. But, yeah, but like when the relationship was its its, it's coldest, like yeah. ice cold, iceberg cold. Yeah, she would still send you like Hanukkah like, like oven mitts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm not talking Lashla. to you, but but I can't leave these oven mitts in the store. That's right. Lashla.
0: I remember that I was like, Lea I, uh, "Yeah, but fega. Yeah, amen. And today is also speaking of Lea but Fega. Today is the Yortz Height. Of my father, Alexander Ben Binyamin. So together, uh, the show is also dedicated to his neshama, Alexander right. Ben Binyamin, uh, and it's 19 years. And uh, my my daughter, our daughter, asked me whether your sights are sad or happy things. I said right. to her, if a person yes. lived a life, I said to her, happy. I said to her, happy. Uh, if uh, well, uh, I said it's if somebody, I okay have both. Yeah, well, I said to her, I said to her, if somebody's like gunned down, like uh, like, uh, right. like like uh, Liao Kei, right. then like then it's like. No, then it's like that was a, that was somebody did they violated. But maybe
1: you. in fifty years, uh, his site will not be.
0: <sighs> I mean, I don't amen. know. It's, anyway. it's too fresh yeah, to it's, think it's, of. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But my, my father, we try to celebrate uh, his uh, his life uh, and make his site uh, a celebration. But in any case, back to Hanukkah Maka, we yeah. are uh, going to go on vacation as we Bizrat usually do to the south of Israel, uh, to the to the Negev region.
1: Yes, one of the many reasons why it is fun to live in Israel is that all of your holidays are the vacation days. That is fun. So, for example, right. Sukkot is vacation when day. the kids are off of school. Right. Hanukkah, the first couple of days the kids have school and then no school. Right. So we go, we're going glamping.
0: That's right. That's right. We are going glamping. Um,
1: yeah. You know what?
0: Yeah, we're going, we're going what, tent. What,
1: what's the hesitation? I think you don't want to call it
0: glamping? Well, I'll tell you what it is, because the word glamour, as in the glamp, yeah. glamp, it's not glamorous. There's no silk
1: sheets or anything. Right, the word glamour is not It's just that place. there's electricity and there's the, like, showers and bathrooms. I would call it motel bathrooms. minus,
0: you know what I mean, instead of glamping. Well,
1: you bring your own tent. Yeah, you B-Y-O-T, okay,
0: that's what it is. Yeah. You, you B-Y-O-T, bring your own food. they give you mattresses, and then, you know, good luck well, to you. Well,
1: you, you pay for the mattresses. Right. Come with the breakfast that you may or may not order.
0: (laughs) Whatever. It's a it's it's a it's a camping site down south. It's fun. It's very nice. You know, and we're going with friends. I want to
1: go to King Solomon's Mines this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many. I also really want to go to Yotvata, which is a milking cow milking with yogurt place. Yeah,
0: I don't think you described it exactly correctly. It is a it is a massive milk product manufacturing kibbutz which has the milking that they do but they also yeah. get milk from other places but then they have many yogurts drinks milk products of various kinds israel is like i don't know it's not like in america the, the 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 aisle of milk products around here is just stupendous right i have
1: to say america so many advantages sure we could go on and on but we won't but it is not your milk products no if you come to israel i have to say and this i can say but as they say like all the way full throttled yeah I ate a, okay, here's a little something about me. Here's what I like to do, okay? I like to take a Greek yogurt, okay, which is weird by itself. You culturally. give me any word. Yeah, any word. Any word. And I show you, okay. Yeah. I ate a Greek yogurt, which I think we should call like Hebraic yogurt. I think we should, we got to decolonize that name. <laughs> okay? Because Greek yogurt, that makes me feel weird. But that's, anyway. No, that's what it is. It's Greek okay, but yogurt. it's so good. It's Greek hero. yogurt. I don't know why they're hero. so good. Yeah. But there I take a I took a Greek yogurt made in Israel. Yes. What I put on there is a little bit of ground up not a little bit, quite a bit of like ground up almonds. Yeah. And then I put maple syrup on that.
0: A little cough syrup?
1: No. Oh rewind. Okay. A little cinnamon. Oh, okay. You got baklava, Greek yogurt, Ghana Aiden, Okay. <laughs> it is so good. That's what I had for uh, breakfast that's this true. morning.
0: By the way, we figured and out. I was
1: just like, I, as I was eating my, I'm a little salivating. As I was eating my Greek yogurt with my almonds, and my maple syrup and my cinnamon sprinkle, I was just like, boy, Israeli milk products are so good.
0: Well, well, speaking of that, one of the things that we learned is that if you if you really want to add a little sweetener to a like plain yogurt or whatever, a great sweetener for yogurt is maple syrup. Yeah, did now, you know? You and I. Mm-hmm. We're at a nature store in Gush Etzion. Yeah. And there was these this huge rack of maple syrup. And yeah. I'm like, why do you guys have so much maple syrup? She's like, we go through one of these a week. Okay, people are crazy about maple syrup. I'm like, really? Here in Israel? I remember when
1: maple syrup in Israel and used I'm to like,
0: cost a fortune. Right, and I said to her, like, what for? She's like, well, I don't know, pancakes. I'm like, how many
1: pancakes do yeah, people make? Yeah, I don't make? know. Aren't people low carb?
0: So so anyway, the point is, is that in maple syrup... And and then I was thinking about the maple trees. I'm like, you guys, you guys you know, are working tough, overtime tough here. Not Because this just this little corner has yeah. This stack if just of Israel. Maple I think we, I think there
1: must be like, all right, guys. Yeah. What you gotta do is you yeah. gotta plant a bunch of maple trees because these Jews out in Israel. Yeah. They go nuts over the maple syrup. I just
0: hope they don't unionize the trees. You know what I mean, and then cut back on and and then have an embargo on Israel and stuff like Aww. that. You know. I Why? Because they're Canadian. No, I just yeah. I hope that there's no like. Uh, uh, BDS. Boycott, yeah, BDS by those trees. No, those trees are pro-Israel. That's right.
1: They, they want, want to the be on our, on our Greek, Greek yogurt.
0: Sweetness to the Holy Land, that's exactly what it is. As, uh, speaking of that, by the way, there's Wait, some I want to say one more yeah, thing. Yeah, go ahead. I just want <laughs> to tell
1: people one more thing about yogurt now. with maple syrup. Go on. You and I, like a decade ago, coined a term for maple syrup with yogurt. Would you like to share it with everyone? Go ahead. We call it breakfast flan
0: breakfast flan
1: it tastes like flan yep if you put maple syrup on yogurt like a good firm yogurt it tastes like flan right that's it that's all i want to say so if you want breakfast dessert dessert for breakfast yep
0: you can have your flan or your flan plain
1: plain not sweetened even yogurt plain old
0: that's right plain yogurt plain israeli yogurt so good you can have it somewhere i'm gonna have that in the morning again that's right
1: there's I bought so many, a lot of Greek yogurt at the store.
0: There's so many foods that, that taste so good on Shabbos. And on weekdays, they taste fine. Like what? Like like, like our little mixture of grape juice and, and soda water. Oh, seltzer? Seltzer. By the way, we now, in this house, we, we now have a brand new mechanism for purifying our water. A water purifier. A water purifier. And we have our own, what do you call it, uh, the, 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 the soda making, the Israeli the Soda, soda stream.
1: We're like way high-tech in here. Like
0: nothing can stop us now, okay? <laughs> Except for an electric outage. Other than that, <laughs> we're know. down
1: to internet, which yeah. happens like every four days.
0: <laughs> listen, Malka, I got a long show planned for the rest of the show, and I want to give people a, 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 an opportunity to listen through the whole show today.
1: Well, are we going to be doing a show on Hanukkah? Yeah, we'll do a, we'll do a show from the field, of course. Okay, That sounds of really course. nice. But anyway, I just want to wish you guys and bless you guys with a very beautiful, meaningful Hanukkah. Um, uh, a Hanukkah of strength and courage, because people like to weed that part out and like Christmasify Hanukkah. And while I do understand oh, what oh, that's by the way, about, how, and I, how, I have how, sympathy for that, how far
0: is it to Christmas? I don't know. It's like another month, right? Yeah. Because because I was talking to the director general of the community, and we were talking about flying this and that, and he's like, "Well, we may have to fly during the you know Christian holiday, Christmas." I'm like, "Christian holiday." You mean the holiday when a settler was born in the land of Israel a, <laughs> in Bethlehem? You, you mean a, you mean a Jew from Bethlehem? <laughs> that's, that it's called the settler holiday. That's what that's I call funny. it now. We yeah. should, we should that's totally call do something it. about that. I'm like a Jew was born in Bethlehem.
1: And Guess we should what? all celebrate in, that.
0: In Jewish Judea. I'm going to be
1: celebrating that. That's right.
0: One of our boys was born in Judea. <laughs> <laughs> under Jewish sovereignty, yeah, PS, that's right. okay? So there you go. So so that's how I celebrate the 25th of December. Interesting. Yeah, it's the settler it's a good holiday. Angle. Yeah, that's right. What were you yeah, saying, instead okay?
1: of eating Chinese food, you should eat food you should, guys should be eating falafel.
0: Yeah, made in Judea and Samaria. Okay, that's what you need exactly. I just yeah, yeah, made made by settlers, the strong, made by the strong Jews. What were you saying? Finish off. Let's I go. I was just
1: saying that I uh, that I you know it's it's not a simple world right now, um, and I want to bless everybody for Hanukkah with a lot of courage yep. and strength and victory. Yep, victory in their like real physical world and for victory also in your personal, all your personal goals and the ways that you're trying to grow and the ways that you're trying to, um, you know, elevate yourself. And I want to also just bless you with a Hanukkah, which is fun That's right. and happy. It's a beautiful family time and all the things they say about, you know, light out of darkness and all the things that you've learned for so long that, that all those, the sweet, beautiful things and all the upliftment, should happen for
0: you. Very good. All right, folks, you are listening to the Ishai Fleischer show. If you love having Malka on the show, let me know. Write me an email, Yeshai at Fleischer dot com. Up next is Ben Bresky with a short little special about uh, the Lone Soldier Center and a slice of life from Israel. After that, Rev. Mike Foyer on Parshat Vayeshev on on the Epoch of Dreams and of Joseph's Technicolor Dream Coat and of the sale of Joseph by his brothers and finally about the birth of Mashiach so stay tuned more great stuff is on the way Maka Shabbat Shalom Happy Hanukkah Thank you so Happy much for being
1: Hanukkah, with us everybody
2: More great stuff is on the way Stay tuned and here we go Shalom This is a moment of Israeli life and culture My name is Ben Bresky the annual Lone Soldier Center Thanksgiving event is an opportunity for soldiers in the Israeli Defense Forces to have a taste of home. Eric Serkin of the center spoke about its significance.
3: I'm the chairman of the board of the Lone Soldier Center in memory of Michael Levin. It was started by a group of former lone soldiers in the aftermath of the Second Lebanese War, along with a gentleman named Siki Out who was the principal involved in the Jewish agency in managing and helping the known soldiers.
2: Unlike most soldiers who can come home every couple of weeks from base and enjoy a home-cooked meal, soldiers who are immigrants or orphans or, for whatever reason, have no family in Israel, can use the Center for Support.
3: Since its founding, every year have an event around Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving, as we all know, is a very special U.S. holiday. During this day, families get together from around the country, in the United States. They share a meal, some watch football games, most sit around the table talking and re-engaging with each other, and it's a very special holiday for many, many Americans. Those U.S. citizens who are serving as lone soldiers in the Israeli Defense Forces find that this day is can be a lonely day because they miss their families, their you're serving in a foreign country, obviously with friends, but uh, not with their family. So since the founding of the center, we took it on ourselves to host a Thanksgiving Day event. And this year it'll be in Beit Shmuel, off of King David in Jerusalem. We have several speakers like we do each year. Two years ago, we had Naftali Bennett speak. This year, the Deputy Defense Minister, Mr. Alon Shuster will be attending and speaking, along with John Medved from our crowd, And as always, we have representatives invited from the U.S. Embassy. We hope to see the U.S. Marine Corps contingent that defends the embassy there, as well as several members of the delegation from the U.S. Embassy coming to the Thanksgiving Day event.
2: The center is named in memory of Michael Levin, an inspirational young volunteer from the United States who was killed in the Second Lebanon War in 2006.
3: He was a lone soldier that was initially discouraged by the Army from serving as a lone soldier, but was insistent. There's a tale that he actually climbed up a rain gutter to sneak into through the bathroom of the draft center. The Army did accept him. He served in the Parachute Corps. At the outbreak of the Second Lebanese War, he found himself back in the United States to be with his family in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And when the war broke out, he insisted on coming back and serving in the war, and uh, unfortunately was killed in action. So we are in touch with his parents. I speak with his father personally once a month to update him what we're doing and we sponsor an event at the Knesset back in July. Mark and Harriet Levin, his parents came and visited. And of course, we're there at the Oscarcara every year at the uh, Har Herzl.
2: The COVID-19 pandemic led to the cancellation of the 2020 Thanksgiving event and also created complications for the care and welfare of lone soldiers.
3: We didn't have it last year because of COVID. Instead, we solicited individual Thanksgiving meals that the soldiers could have with a small group of other lone soldiers of maybe eight or nine people. And then, of course, we have residences that we sponsor on behalf of the lone soldiers both in Jerusalem and in Merkaz. Altogether, we house about 130 lone soldiers. And to those facilities, we organized meals that all the soldiers can have together. It works out really well because on Thursday, many of the soldiers get off of base for their leave. And since the holidays, Thursday evening, it's a very convenient time for the soldiers as well.
2: The Lone Soldier Center was founded in 2009 and helps thousands of soldiers every year before, during, and after military service.
3: One of the uh, issues that lone soldiers do have is that when they get leave on a Thursday afternoon, unlike Israeli soldiers with families, these soldiers don't come home to a home-cooked meal, a family that welcomes them, uh, a bed that they're used to doing laundry or whatever have you. The lone soldier comes back to an apartment where they need to worry about food, need to worry about all sorts of things that most uh, Israeli soldiers don't need to worry about. It. We've had soldiers who were sometimes in bidun, in isolation, quarantine. We've had soldiers who actually had COVID. One or two were hospitalized. In all cases, the center was there to help them. In some cases, for example, if they were on quarantine, we would bring uh, buy food, we would go to the pharmacy on their behalf to get whatever medications they needed. If they were in the hospital, we were there to help them as well. Because once again, Israelis who get hospitalized often have a family member staying with them to be their advocate with the nursing staff that's typically quite busy. So uh, we serve that role for these lone soldiers.
2: For more information, visit LoneSoldierCenter.com. Thank you to Eric Serkin. This has been a moment of Israeli life and culture. My name is Ben Bresky. Thank you to Yeshai Fleischer. And for any questions or comments, you may email me at bbreski at gmail.com.
0: All right, and we are live. Shalom, everybody, and welcome to the Yishai Fleischer Show, broadcasting live from Judea to the world, you're a part of it wherever you are. And shalom and welcome to Rav Mike Foyer, of Mike, shalom and welcome.
4: Shalom Yishai, good to see you, it's been a little it's while. It's to
0: see you, yeah it's been a little bit, so it's good to, to, to be on with you again. And uh, a few important things before we start is that t- today is my father's yortzite, this is
3: his 19th oh.
0: yortzite, and that actually also means that it's your father's yortzite coming up as well, because usually you do a Hanukkah class uh, for true. your dad's yortzite, and uh, today- is that cool? That is cool. That's great. Okay, so uh, we could definitely promote that. Um, and um, my father's yurt site is today. It's 19 years since he passed away. Uh, but a lot of good things have happened uh, in his memory today. For example, uh, a project that I'm working on in Chevron of putting up a beautiful new Hanukkiah uh, was lit for the first time last night on my dad's yurt site. And then an old lamp that he bequeathed to me. Uh, and it's a beautiful lamp. Uh, really, really something special. but it's like its electricity was a little bit problematic uh, was fixed today by a great friend and electrician David. I uh, was here at the house and a listener of the show, so shout out to David uh, and and other little things that just reminded me of my father uh, were were just a parent today. and that's great. And just Tung just and little granted. yeah, just just little just little uh, sparks uh, of of uh, of a deceased loved one's neshama kind of lighting up and and that that's a lot of fun. And the other announcement is that we're almost at Hanukkah. We are almost at Hanukkah. Hanukkah, this is the last show before Hanukkah, so we should get a little bit uh, ready for Hanukkah, and I'm looking forward to, I'm uh, maybe maybe you're going to be doing some kind of special or something, or you can refer us to something that you've done uh, oh, on the Maccabees.
4: And, uh, on the Maccabees. Um, well, actually, the good news is I think I'm going to take up a, a challenge that you mentioned to me recently, is that that uh, I'm going to have my sheer on Thursday night, which will go out as a normal podcast, but next week when normally I wouldn't be working, um, I think I'm going to make that podcast you invited me to make. What's the wisdom that Am has and how we survive the transition between empires? Because I think both you and I share the sense that we're in such a phase. I think I just lost you for a second, but it's okay because I was uninterrupted in my stream of speech. Can't hear you. You're muted, buddy.
0: Yeah, it's all good. I I, I was listening to you. I was just taking care of a technical thing. Okay, uh, yeah, that, that is a very exciting uh, challenge. Uh, that we discussed you and I, which is how did the Jewish people transition through empires? And what's and the wisdom th- we've acquired? Right. What's the wisdom that we've acquired? Uh, and uh, this this is um, this this is in 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 a kind of uh, reply that that I had to a donor of mine, a very important donor for Chevron, and and I sat with him. Well, you know, there's there's donors and there's major donors. You know, some yeah, people yeah, have the sure. schut, the merit in this world to be major donors. Not everybody. I understand, does. but I'm just saying, absolutely. there's no such
4: thing as an unimportant donor because they differentiate absolutely. themselves even by their willingness to give. You know, eighteen dollars a year. Absol- which absolutely, absolutely different than most.
0: One hundred percent, one hundred percent. And and donors are beautiful people, and we can have a long conversation about 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 what I would call, uh, if I would write about it, I would call it the beauty of fundraising. Uh, and there in the beauty of fundraising is something that my good friend Alex Trayman told me uh, in one of the the Alex wisdoms is that he said to me, fundraising is a beautiful thing because you get to meet great people. And it turns out that people who are willing to give are beautiful. And then people who have also made it big in this world have what to teach you and, oh, yeah. and they are wise and they're interesting. In any case, this one donor that I was with, we were sitting in a hotel lobby and he says to me with all honesty, he says, <clears throat> he's shy. I fear that if America goes down, so too will Israel. And and I understand that as he's, a, he's an American Jew and a successful one. And in his mind, Israel depends on America. <clears throat> but I said to him, I said to him, uh, no, that's not the way it's going to go. I said to him, we pivot. We pivot. And I said to him, within a span of a few hundred years, we pivoted from the Babylonian uh, Empire to the Persian Empire to the Greek Empire to the Roman Empire. And we were able to pivot. And learn the new things, and, and be influential in all those, uh, uh big, big, uh, big stories. And he said to me, "You're right, you know." And and his eyes lit up, and he and he just realized that Israel, the Jewish people are not going to go down. Uh, and and not that I'm hoping for America's demise or departure. Although uh, when I saw that now they are in some place, somewhere, where I, I don't remember where exactly, they're taking away. Uh, 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 a jefferson statue out of some place i said to myself okay well if you're taking away jefferson you're taking away, you're away
4: everything you ever wrote and we know what right. that means
0: right if 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 he's uh now uh what's the word what's the popular word debunked canceled. canceled then okay then then your whole thing but i'll tell you the truth like for me i'm i'm ready to i'm a zionist i i see israel as as the big thing and i'm and i'm ready to pivot if necessary, to China or whatever it is, or, or just to pivot to what I'd really like we, to pivot to, which is
4: pivot to China. Right, I'd love to pivot
0: <laughs> to an Israel. Right. I'd love to pivot to a real Israel. But what 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 does make me a little bit sad is the pivot away from America. And I'm not talking now about reliance. I don't think Israel should be reliant on anybody or a puppet state of anybody. But in any case, You're the pivot a, away from America.
4: Reason. What's that? That's right.
0: Thank you for saying that. Which is the real pivot is not even to Israel. Which is the real pivot is to God. Thank you, and you're absolutely right. And I appreciate that you mentioned said that way. Uh, But I just want to, but I do want to give one plug, which is America's thing is liberty and freedom, with all of its downsides.
4: It's always been, you know,
0: it's this thing that they that the this empire brought into the world, and it 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 will be. If if the choices between the liberty and freedom of the United States with all of its baggage to the unliberty and unfreedom of China uh, with, with all, all its, its successes, <laughs> you know, what I mean? right? It's like it's like the choices, you know. But pretty clear. But I'm looking forward to your to your podcast on that. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because because funny we're talking about this because really this Torah portion Vayeshev is in many ways the beginning of a shift uh, it's true. towards the power of Egypt. We, we will be Egypt is coming into the Israel sphere in this parsha. It's
4: interesting. It's the rise of empire in our story. I hadn't thought about right. it that way. Yeah, I mean, ever yes. since Abram left Assyria, I mean, you know, and there's been a little bit of, um, little bit of context there in terms of the king, war of the four kings and the five kings and the shifting nature of the the retreat of the sort of eastern empires and the rise of the Egyptian empire. But this is the one where it really be, it starts to become less of a distant context and more of a central element. Well, and,
0: and 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 we're moving there. We're moving in. Yeah. We're becoming, it's the beginning of the court Jew. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I mean, say it's a different style, a different epoch of, of the Jewish uh, relationship to the Gentiles, the the Jew in, in a non-Jewish court. Uh, we're beginning that. We're beginning that in this week's Torah portion. And it's the beginning of, of also of, of exile. It's the Jewish people leaving uh, uh, the land of Israel. And and the beginnings of the move towards towards Egypt. So that happens now. So let's just set it up for a second. We're talking about we're talking about Yaakov Avinu um, having growing the son from his beloved wife Rachel, which is Joseph. And the Torah hints to us right from the get go, which is that he's he has a, uh, a favoritism complex. He's yeah, favoring Joseph, right? There's an issue there. And that, that famous play, uh, but
4: that's how he grew up. Remember his mother favored him,
0: right? His mother favored him. His father favored the other guy. Yeah. Uh, so you would
4: think on one hand, he'd know what it feels like. On the other hand, that's how he learned to parent. So it's, it's complicated as is all the parent child relationships and brother, sister, et cetera, race you.
0: That's right. Uh, so you have this, this, this Joseph and there's that famous piece of clothing, the technicolor dream coat, which is so beloved and so awesome. And yet, it could turn, and it will turn, in this very Torah portion, into a symbol of, of death, uh, or at least perceived death, and also of division instead of unity. Uh, it is this, the bloody sign of division, which, uh, when the brothers sell uh, their own brother Joseph, they're going to take that technicolor dream coat and and dip it in, in the blood of an animal and and present it to. Uh, Presented Yaakov. to to Yaakov a, a little bit, by the way, it kind of I don't know how, but it reminds me of the binding a little bit. It's like it's like here's the blood of, of it's presented as the real article, but like the blood of of a ram replaced the, the blood of Isaac. So to here, the blood of, of this animal is going to replace the blood of of Joseph, uh, but it's perceived as real as full.
4: And and not to miss the parallel that Rashi points out, which is there's also a link here to Yaakov's act of deception to Yitzchak in in using the skin of, you know, a a goat in order to put himself forward as something that he was not, right? Mm -hmm. And -hmm. and, and in this, you know, the sages tell us that even though Yaakov in the end acted correctly and moved the divine plan forward, when we do damage in life, even for the right reasons, it always ramifies down through time. There are consequences. Isn't that isn't that, just-
0: isn't that, isn't that beautiful what you're saying? And this to me is is the magic of Torah, which is it's not magic. It's real. <laughs> it's gritty. And 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 when you when you speak to Christian folks and you ask them about the, their God and 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 you're like did he ever make mistakes they're like no not really. And if you ever talk to Muslims certainly and you say to them did Muhammad make mistakes it's it's canonized as no he didn't make mistakes. You, you like even the good acts
4: of the hero Jews, and then you ask the Jews, they're like, "Oi, let me oh, tell yeah, you, Rob, what he, he make mistakes? Did <laughs> so he mistakes? On his mistakes.
0: Right. And even, but even, and even the good things, even the right things, have ramifications. That <laughs> that is a that is a completely well, you know, different me. level. We
4: all know, I mean, You were talking about you know the 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 type of people who become <laughs> major donors and uh, and and how they have what to teach us. And one of the things that I've always learned from those who have been successful in life is there is no success without failure. Hmm. There's no as doing something real and significant in the world it means that you're taking risks. You're going beyond what you really know how to do. And that involves failure. And, mm-hmm. and we are the people who have mastered the art of failing forward through time. And, mm-hmm. and that's why it must be that we learn. Because the truth is, the things we do right are not necessarily the ones that people need to know. It's it's how we fail and how we deal with that failure that where much of the wisdom lies in our heroes.
0: So that's right. And and at the, at the same time, it's not always easy to read about that those failing forwards uh and the torah portion the torah in the book of genesis which is which is the foundational set of of stories of, of of really mankind uh it it takes a turn in this parsha that makes it harder it just makes it harder if if beforehand we had conflict between uh Abraham and his nephew, and 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 fighting wars, and Isaac and the Philistines, and 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 Jacob with his own brother. Suddenly, but you always felt like Esau or Esau was not exactly, you know, the brother to love. Anyway, he wasn't the character to love. Suddenly, these tribes of Israel are going to be selling out their own brother, and we're going to be dealing with that till the very end of the book of Genesis.
4: So, so the it's on Torah, some level, to the end of time, right? Right. There's a messianic vision of a reunion there
0: the Taurus is, is definitely taking us on on a on a, on a, on a bumpier journey. Uh, and I, I know people like like my wife, Malka, is like, ooh, this is the tougher part of the Book of Bereshit when we enter this. The other thing uh, which is important to note is that we're also entering another epoch, which is the epoch, which is what I call the, the program today, which is the epoch of dreams,
3: mm-hmm. dream
0: sequences. There are really six yeah. dreams uh, that we're going to meet now. And there, there are three doubles: the Yosef's two dreams, Joseph's two dreams, um, the the two uh, servants of Pharaoh's dreams in in prison, and then later in the next parsha, Pharaoh's dreams, which I think are very uh, significant.
2: I
4: in all and fairness, those also began last parsha with 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 Yaakov. Okay, I mean, last two parsha, his dream of the ladder, and his whether it was a dream or not of struggling, you know, the Yavata Ish, remember ya- 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 Yaakov the Valdomi was left alone in and he struggled through the night, so Yaakov once again lays the groundwork. But I think you're correct; we're entering an epic of dreams where the, where the, it's going to um, shape our story in an unprecedented manner.
0: Well, well, the difference between those dreams is that those dreams, like the dream that, that Jacob had with with the, with the ladder, God said to him, "Well, this is what it means. You know, this is the covenant. This is the thing." And and the and, and the ladder itself is such an overt a connection between heaven and earth. And you can read to it a million things. and but really it's pretty uh, clear
4: what it does. A right, so it's,
0: it's <laughs> clear what it does. And then the struggle, the same thing. Like you came out like, okay, I, you know, your name is Israel. I'll, I'll grant you that. Here, it's going to be more mysterious. You're going to have to also not only dream the dream, but also interpret the dream. And the rabbis say the interpretation is, one time I had a friend, uh, 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 a female friend who had a dream and she told it to me and i'm like oh i can't make anything of that and then she said well i took it to a, a, another lady who is a dream interpreter and she said this and she said these things to me and i'm like wow like a, upon hearing their interpretation i was like that is so i don't know it like it like worked you know what i mean it's like a, it's like pieces of a puzzle that work together uh-huh. so my 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 point is is that there's there's not only dreams there's also the interpretation of such and the first set of dreams is the dreams of the uh, supremacy, shall we say, the elyonut, the aboveness,
4: the elevation,
0: elevation. Okay, of of um, of uh, Joseph above his brothers. You know what? Before we, I, I want you to comment on that. But before we do, I just want to say hi to all the folks that are saying hi to us right now. First thing, our good friend Yitzi says, uh, Yitzi from uh, from Jay Brick, great Jewish Lego, and I'm sure he's got great stuff for Hanukkah. So check it out, jbrick.com And Yitzi says, May your father's neshama have an aliyah they both of your fathers, Neshama. Yeah. father's plural. father's yeah, the, very good.
4: Remote, yeah, the... Very you. good. Thank you, Yitzi. Uh,
0: amen. uh tov from Daniel. Uh, Denise says shalom from New York. Good Yontif. I think she might mean Yutes Kislev, the great Chabad holiday. It is a good
4: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, get you, get and it, it was. And I want to tell you that we had a Hachnasat Sefer Torah, we had a brand new Sefer Torah come into our Chabad here downstairs right under my Whoa, house yesterday. So exciting. that was great. Uh, let's see, uh, let's see, we have here Shalom Rabbis Israel pivoted from dependence, whatever level, to self sufficiency and leadership among the like minded nations. Axis of peace from Greece, Israel, UAE, the Kingdom of India, the other side, Abraham Accords.
4: I mean, I couldn't agree more with that by the way, because when I, when I see what the real pivot I'm hoping to make is a post empire world, right? And that's and that's part of what I want to speak about because because we as a people really ep- represent the, you know, the the opposite pole, in, in that sense. So stay tuned, Steve. I got what to add to that thought. I, I agree with you. Yeah.
0: Yes. But I but I also want to say that maybe part of our Jewish, the thing that we do, is that we're a Jiminy Cricket, if I may date myself we We are we are a conscience. We are a small people meant to touch, whisper to the world, give them a thought, give them a way, help them be guided through it. And sometimes I think to myself that we are sometimes Israel is a being onto itself, and sometimes it is a advisor uh, uh, what do you call that uh, you know, a consultant to the world, a spiritual consultant. Yeah, consultant to the world,
4: yeah. you know. No, I, listen, and but that's exactly what I mean is that you know the conscience is a powerful label that you're naming because then our goal is to help people be who they really are meant to be. Yeah, and that's a different model of empire, and it's precisely not to give away my podcast, but it's precisely what I'm driving at. Is you could say it's an empire of a of a type because there is an organizing principle there, but the organizing principle is is how to help people become. Who they are it's it's in many ways the very positive image of nationalism hazoni's book i think puts it forward in a very powerful fashion it's not necessarily my chidush but you know i got what to say
0: i uh, lo- love that book uh it's called uh the virtue I of nationalism oh good thank you I virtue of nationalism, the and i and yeah. i read it all i finished it it's sadly not on like audible and stuff but it is a wonderful it's also not book. the
4: easiest book to to plow through it's it's long and uh but I thought it was his good. Point, if you make yeah. it, yeah. it was good. If you make it for the, through the first third, I think you get the, the clarity of his point.
0: Good. I, I, it's funny you say that. Cause I actually thought that the last third, w- when it comes to Israel and other things was fabulous. Uh, Sonia says, Shalom rabbis. We have our tickets and we'll see you on December 8th, Irvine, Texas. That is correct. I will be in Texas. <laughs> I'll be in Dallas and in Irvine or Irving, whatever Irvine, I think probably, I don't know, uh, but I'll be right outside of Dallas uh, at Mercury Studios uh uh it's going to be a lot of fun with uh Dallas Jewish. that be a singular Jewish
4: rabbi cuz uh, that's right. I don't well, any, well any him, I, you'll be there in
0: spirit I, with me and maybe maybe I'll, you know, maybe I'll we'll plug you in. You, you're, in. you're 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 <laughs> certainly I'll mention your name there, okay? That's Hashem. And, and uh I'll be in uh in Dallas uh in, right after Hanukkah and I can't wait to do a gig for Dallas Jewish Conservatives and speak to the good folks and I'm sure that I have a lot to share but I love to also get that Texas spirit and I can't wait to get some of that uh, on, on on the road back. Uh, let's keep going for a second. Eina uh, says, "Shalom from Norway." Yay! We got good folks in Norway. I believe. I believe in you, Norway. It doesn't all have to be the the dark side of Oslo. It could be the, the strong. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, Norway. It's a it's, a, it's a i know, great, you, beautiful I'm platform. just laughing because you
4: can't really blame a people for its foreign policy. But uh, you're right. That's not, I think that's if what anything I'm saying. the, the foreign right. policy pieces. Yeah.
0: Well, you can't a little bit blame people for the leadership that they have, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and all the, way, all the way from... So we were at Norway now to North Carolina. Shalom to Maryland. She says, Shalom from North Carolina, the great state of North Carolina. I haven't been there in many years, but it's... my favorite it's, state in the Union. It is, it is. Y'all come back now, you hear? That's what they tell you there, actually. And then we have India, okay, the great... Biggest world's biggest democracy, this incredible country. I gotta, I gotta do India one time. I, 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 I don't think I'll, I don't think I'll fulfill my, my. I don't think my you're really my,
4: Israeli, if you, right? Exactly.
0: I don't think I'm really Israeli until I go to India. Isn't that yeah. true? Come on, we all know that's yeah. true. And our good friend Lou Weiss, who helps produce the show, says, "Welcome back, looking and sounding great, Lou. Hello. You are, you are beautiful. Ataya fe. You are just awesome. Okay. It's great to have you. Uh, thank you so much. Simon says shalom from the UK." Shannon, our good friend, says across says hello from uh, all the way here in Gush Etzion. So she's across the way from me here right now. God bless you, Shannon. Uh, and more, as usual, from England, a shalom from Manchester. Oh my gosh, there's a lot of shaloms.
4: <laughs> Maybe we should move forward with the, with the show, though. Yeah, I think, right, I think you're right. I think you're right. So
0: God bless all of you guys. God bless of you. God bless you wherever you are. And thank you so much. And and, and Debbie says Hashem calls to. Uh, us, his witnesses. Love that. That's right. We are his witnesses. Atem, I die. That's actually a phrase. You are my witnesses. Atem, I die. You are my witnesses, right? That's
4: huh? right. Okay, very
0: good. Fine. All right. Listen, let's talk a little bit about, I don't know,
4: Messiah. Oh. <laughs> okay, just jump right <laughs> into it.
0: Let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, the you selling complex. No, no, no complex for me. I I got over that in high school. Uh, or, or for like, yeah, I got over that.
4: Uh, I think there's some would uh, to say it took you through college, but okay. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. I was actually going to say first year of yeshiva. That's the yeah. real truth. But, but it took a little time. That's okay. Everybody, everybody. If, if you've never had a little bit of a messiah complex, you're not doing something right. And if you didn't get over it, you're definitely doing something wrong. Uh,
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then call me. <laughs>
0: listen you got this you got this judah you got this yehuda he's this yep. like he's supposed to be this he's supposed to be the chieftain he's the he's, the, he's supposed to be the boss of the jewish people he's the big brother he's the big bro and he's and he's 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 the man he's the guy you know he's he's he's, he's the leader and you just know it you know it when you see him you know it when when you just when he walks into the room you just know that he's the the guy he's the king he's he's the guy and and yet when they sell they sell yosef he goes down. I like to think of him as just starting to drink. You know what I mean. He just like he becomes Ooh. not himself. You know what I mean. He's just the he's slide.
4: Just, yeah, the he's descent, like the Torah even says,
0: right. He he goes down from his brothers. The Torah says, and and he marries a non-Jewish lady, and he has these kids, and and he's just in a he's 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 off he's off the he's off the reservation, right. He, he he's 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 broken. He's he's no longer on the team so much. He's not on side. And he has these sons, uh, Er and Onan, uh, and they marry this this lady named Tamar. Now she's a very special lady. She's probably the daughter of Shem. She comes from a, a priesthood family. Uh, and um, and at the same time, uh, these two boys have some bad qualities in them, and they don't they don't want to see her get pregnant. Probably they don't want to see her, I don't know, beauty get lost, or maybe they don't want to take responsibility for the next generation. Uh, they both die. God smites them, and uh, now it's the third son's turn to 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 marry Tamar. But but Yehuda doesn't want to give her him to Tamar because maybe she's like a black widow thing, and 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 take responsibility. But she sits. She sits uh, as a uh, widow. Finally, she hears that Yehuda's wife passes away and that he's going to shear his sheep. She gets dressed up. Look like, up. Uh, like a lady that hangs out in in the uh at the crossroads at the crossroads and that's right at the crossroads but and and I love this phrase "I na'im al hadarich is on the path which is the crossroads but it's also like this lady's got her eyes on the path she knows where it needs to lead she also and sees she
4: the, goes, the things are at a crossroads and therefore the situation demands action which would Otherwise, be um, of a morally questionable nature, and that's and that's part of the power of the story is that is that um, not to sort of uh, brush aside so easily moral standards, but um, but all general rules find their challenge in exceptional moments, and and one of the powers of the Jewish story I can tell as somebody who's spent the last fifteen years of his life trying to get it straight is that 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 for every Sort of disastrous failure there's also a power of breaking the rules in order to make the story go forward and it's a very dangerous and, and very obviously uh fraught endeavor nonetheless right the, the sages even sort of codified it as a notion of l'asot l'ashem hefira right it's a, the, the verse says it's time to act for god because they've nullified your torah but they took it as it's a time to act for god by nullifying your Torah when that Torah is itself in risk. And 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 so her eyes on the crossroads here are the fact that she saw this moment that if it were missed, something would fail to come into the world, which she right. had been created to do. Right. Well what so so
0: here you have this great king, but he's lost and he's like, you know, drinking
4: let's call him a prince. He's not a king. Yeah I mean, he's right. it's his line but but at this point he's 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 literally the the head of the pack, so to right. Speak.
0: he's the head of the pack, but he's but he's lost and everybody's lost. And this woman and 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 she grabs him by the uh uh, uh Yatzer, right by the by by the what's the word I'm looking for here by
4: um, his desires by
0: desire and yet and yet and yet her genius is to is to bring him back up and to bring his seed back up uh and 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 to to capture it properly now kabbalistically speaking the the sages say that that is the lot of the messianic seed is that it? It has to be hidden away in the dark places because if it's frontal, it gets knocked down. It'll be clobbered by the dark forces in this world, and so it has to go the back alleyway. It cannot go the frontal way. And 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 they show that the, the lineage of the Davidic, uh, the messianic seed, the the Davidic dynasty comes always through these back corners, these dark corners. Uh, that that's uh, that's uh, one uh, one aspect of it. Uh, and the other aspect of it is that just as she uh, is going to rescue him from this from this spiral and take this 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 uh, this this very um this uh, what did you call it like a, a fraught course right mm-hmm. uh, I I I learned Hashem Yisshmuel which I think is so moving he says it says you should serve Hashem with all of your heart with all of your soul so so then the rabbis are like even if you have to give up your soul. As in, if you have to die, I'll kiddush Hashem for, for the sanctification of God's name. So the Shem Hashem says, so if you died for sanctifying God's name, how did you lose your soul? You didn't lose your soul. You gained your soul. He's like, you didn't lose your soul if you died for the sanctification of God's name. He's like, you know who which people lose their soul? The people that are threatened with losing their soul. People like Tamar, who are like allowing themselves to be called the harlot and every other kind of name and maybe act in the wrong way for kiddush Hashem. They, t- they sacrifice their soul for Kiddush Hashem, but those are the people that serve it with all of with all of everything that they got because they were even willing to lose their good soul in this world, and somebody would accuse them of of, of wrong acts.
4: I mean, it's it's similar to the story of Esther in that sense. Another sort of redemptive though of of a limited impact in, in its time, and, and I think part of that is because there's um there's a power of of um, of sort of completely liberating the energy within the human existence. Detaching it from our own interests, and this is where, by the way, it's not surprising that it was the Shem and you read this because Surah Hasidut has at least one tiny tendril still linked into Sabbateanism. You froze there, you still there?
0: I'm here, I'm All just right. fixing All up right. something for to um, make sure that we can have good to good, you know, commitment. which is
4: which is the sense that again, when it, the, the Torah puts very clear boundaries in the permitted and the forbidden, and the and 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 you know what we call the forbidden, we call it a soul, which really means it's bound. It's bound. Its energy is not available for our service of God, but there are these moments it seems where that energy you know needs to be released in order to push the story forward. That was the madness of Sabbateanism, but it's but it's also the revolutionary power of things like Hasidut, which were able to just lightly touch that. I'm mean, not surprising to me that it's a Hasidish effort that you're that you're reading that. And, and again, I'm not advocating that people go out there and break the rules, but I think that people who have understood that what they're called upon to do on some level can only be judged between them and God. And there are moments like that in time where you're not again not just trying to justify that your action is right. You're trying to justify that it's what's required, and that's the two mm-hmm. different things. So, you know, uh, it's a it's a saying that Reb Shlomo used to say is that he wasn't afraid to give up on a portion of the world to come, his own world, to come for the sake of someone else's. Sometimes right. you do wow. things you don't try say, to justify. Say it again. That they say, it were again right. say
0: it again. Say it again. Say it slowly. I'll
4: tell you. a quick a quick story from a, a teacher sure. of mine who was who was a Musmach, He was a, a ba- Reb Shlomo didn't give smicha to a lot of people. So this teacher of mine was at the was at the. Um, Can you say the name? This teacher, and no, I'm going to leave it out. Um, okay, and leave it out. He was no at promise. the um uh. New, I'm forgetting the name of the retreat center in in a, in, a, in, in 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 America. Svart? It's a, no, no in America. It's a very popular retreat center amongst progressive Jews. It's called Isabel Friedman. It's the Isabel Friedman Retreat Center. I've never been there. So I beautiful. haven't been there. Um, okay. it, it, you're not you're not in the progressive crowd, man. You got to get in. Uh, anyway, uh, so he was there. He's a he's a meshkiyah So He's there checking out to see if he could her the place for a program he wanted to. do. Fine, and he's, he's got big. Long beard, big keeper, like type A Orthodox rabbi, right? So he's walking out, and this woman comes running, says, "Rabbi, Rabbi, please wait! Can you help us?" He says, "What?" He says, "We need a tenth person for a minion. Someone needs to say Kaddish." So he's no fool, right? If they're calling for the tenth person, and it's Bella Friedman, and this woman runs out to get him, it's probably an egalitarian minion. So turns back, I said, "What did do?" He said, "What do you mean what I do?" Walk, well, turn around, right, walk right back in. Stood there while she said Kaddish. And I said, oh, but, you know, and we were talking. I said, yeah, but, you know, isn't, do you feel like that's sore? And he, you know what he said to me? He didn't try to make some answer about how. And he says, my teacher told me, rip Shlomo, that you can't be afraid to give up on a portion of your own world to come for the sake of somebody else's. That's he right said, what that. would have happened if the rabbi looked this woman in the face and said, you don't count in this very important moment for you? He said, but I'm not telling you it was right what I did. Right, and if there's a cheshbon, the cheshbon is mine. Right, you hear the power there. That's this right. is the type of power I'm, I'm talking about. Is that it was a rev- it's a revolutionary power. It's a dangerous one, in all honesty, because you can do real damage. And you know, right and wrong are still right and wrong. But but it's it's the power which I believe that Tamar seized here. It's the power and the other elements of the messianic story that you were referring to, which which look very similar. And and on some level, it seems to be a critical element in pushing the story forward.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a great story. I actually had a very similar story myself. One time, I was at the hotel at the at the other the family hotel. What I called it was exactly the same <laughs> scenario. Heard that face. A, yeah, I so call yeah, the family. The family hotel. family
4: hotel. I That's a good I like that. Yeah,
0: I call it the the. There's the men's side, the women's side, and the family side.
4: The family section. That's a beautiful thing. I'm going to borrow that. It's, from it's so simple. It's like,
0: what's the big deal? It's like, honest what?
4: and it's it's like affirming and and not offensive. Yeah, I like. Yeah, it. and
0: that's the way I think of it. I'm like okay, if I let's say I wanted to go to the kotel with my daughter, could that happen? Yes. So I go to the to the family kotel. What's the problem? It's perfect. Right. It's just that simple. I, I just think that we should we really should chill out about the whole kotel thing. Really, well, I mean, I, I really anyway. I really but wish the kotel like, was a thing that brought people together instead of dividing. It's an insane
4: them. manifestation of the problems in Jewish history that we are once again warring. You know, over over the over this plot of ground. You know, yeah. It's
0: it's it's not the way to do it. It's really not the way to do it. And and I would I wish we would take all of that energy and try to you know uh, a lot peel to, to jump the up. Last to the last time I
4: was there on Rothschild, I got ejected, ejected from the Kotel Plaza for confronting a bunch of uh, Haredi boys who were like getting overly aggressive, and the security <laughs> guard ejected me, and I was like, "You're kicking me out? Why?" He said, "Yeah, because you're gonna listen to me." And was like, well, one time, one time
0: right. we were one time we had uh, uh, um, uh, Desmond Tutu was coming to Cardozo Law School to receive a prize from a very left leaning uh, uh, group in the school, uh, uh-huh. the International Law Forum or group, whatever. And and so I, um, uh, we demanded, Malka and I demanded that we have a protest against Desmond Tutu, who we understood to be an anti Semite, uh, an anti Israel, anti Semite. So, um uh, we were called into the to the to the what's he called the 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 what's I forgot the name. It's not a principal, I guess, in a law chancellor, school. The dean, the deacon, dean. chancellor, whatever. And and he was a good man and and not a Jewish man. And he says, uh, "Okay, we thought about it, and you're going to have you can have your protest outside of the school." So I said to I said to the dean, I said, "Dean, do you know why Cardozo Law School was founded, so that we can have a Jewish law school?" Because other law schools and other places wouldn't let us in. Now an anti-Semite is coming into my school that my people founded so that we could have a law school of our own and you're kicking me out of the building and letting him in? That's not right. And he looked at me and he goes, because you're right. And and we protested inside, and Desmond Tutu had big fat egg on his face, and he was not happy uh, that, uh, that that I'm, we metaphorically, that. metaphorically yes, it was metaphorically egging. metaphorical uh, egg on his face. Why did why did I mention that? That's that's related to how does that related?
4: Israeli really to feeling good about standing up to people.
0: That's right, standing up for what's right? Not just standing up for yeah. people, standing up for yeah. what's right. Anyway, family Koto, listen, uh, we're 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 low on time. Just, just uh, one, one last uh, question for you, which is: Okay, so you have Tamar, which takes the bull by the horns, uh, so to speak, right? (laughs) That's right. That's right. Uh, uh, To in order to further the 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 amazing lineage, which would lead to King David, but at the same time, there's another woman in the Torah portion, and this is Mrs. Potiphar, who is married to Mr. Potiphar, and and she uh, accosts. Um, uh, Joseph down in Egypt and wants to have relations with him. And so, so much to the point that she, she kind of forces him and he runs away from her from her leaving his, just like Judah had to leave his clothes, his uh, a signet ring and his staff and his cloak with, uh, with Tamar is so she, Mrs. Potiphar had a, his cloak so that's really the third piece of clothing, if you count also the the beginning. Oh no! Technically, no, it's, a, it's a big
4: theme in 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 this story, the, the clothing and, and Joseph in general. Next week, he gets pulled out and changed, et cetera. Yeah,
0: and and yet, interesting that even Rashi and the rabbis are like, actually, although her behavior was just abhorrent, she actually meant it for the good because she saw in the constellations that she was supposed to be uh, a part of the of the redemptive process that she was supposed was- to
4: the continuation of his line, very similar right. to what's what Tamar saw. Right. Yeah.
0: So they like actually the, the rabbis, interestingly enough, a lot of times when somebody's kind of like kind of bad in the in the Torah at face value, they see him much worse. And here's somebody who is really pretty bad, they see him as being they see her as being a little bit better than than than, than how she comes off in the text.
4: Yeah, but and you know, at the same time, I don't think anyone tries to justify her actions in the way they try to with Tamar. mean, meaning she was wrong in the end. It was it was her daughter that he marries, right? right? And so this, in, in a certain sense, this is the flip side of the warning, which is that she misunderstood mm-hmm. what she was called upon to do in this situation. And, and in many ways, that's the warning. Although I would say that the focus of the story there is on on Yosef and the and the sort of. Um, fact that, that Yuda, you die know, you described this slide you know and um and how in many ways tomorrow's the one that turns him around so yosef seems like he has a similar slide he ends up in the pit twice but but really it's an, it's a process of elevation for him because he comes more and more clear on who he was you knew who right. he was right he knew his brothers listened to him he knew he'd been appointed you know they etc yosef had to discover and so there was a very different process, and therefore the Ishaq Potiphar, right, the woman, the, well, Potiphar's wife, Mrs. Potiphar, if you could call her that, um, plays a very different role in that process. Mm-hmm.
0: And that process is going to be later on remembered at the splitting of the Red Sea, uh, where the mentor says that the Red Sea was willing to overcome its nature uh, of being water that goes to the edge and is flat. And and it, when it saw the, tomb, the bones of Joseph, of Joseph. The, the coffin of Joseph, it said, oh... I will, I will retreat from He who retreated from Mrs. Potiphar, uh, and overcame his nature. So too will I retreat and, and overcome my nature. So we have here, uh, not only do we have the the exile, but we also have in here the 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 beginnings of the story. The minute that the Jewish people are exiled, the the Zionism, the 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 yearning to return, the yearning to receive the Torah at Sinai and come to the land of Israel, already begins. Rav Mike Foyer, I want to thank you so much for joining me today, and God bless you. Uh, I want everybody to check out your other podcast, which is uh, Jewish Story. Um, we haven't been together for a while, so why don't you help me remember how people can uh, reach you uh, and find uh, – Well, if, your, if they go to Jewish Story
4: Co. or ravmike.com, there's contact information there. You can send me an email or on Facebook, ravmikefoyer, com, And otherwise, smoke signals work. That, that works, yeah.
0: Smoke signals. That's right. Our pigeons. pigeons. Mike, for your Shabbat shalom, God bless you. May we uh, see uh, the the light of Mashiach the Shabbat. May our fathers' and yeah. the Shamas have an Aliyah, and may yeah. we have uh, Hanukkah, which is which is the the holiday of. We could fix it. We could make it better. We could we could redeem it. We could we could give it rebirth. We could we could reanoint it. We could fix it up. Oh, man. Uh, Zab- yeah, Mashiach, if folks want to join me tomorrow Christ.
4: night for the for the shire, they can send me a, on on Facebook or email if they want a, want the link to the Zoom. Okay, what's uh, and the shears about? uh, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I'm gonna oh, it's uh, who knows, eight and using using the number eight to really explore um, the nature of the the power of Khan. It's always an exploration of the power of Khan. Very
0: good, very good. Okay, Rev Mike Foyer, thank you so much for joining us. Wonderful to
4: see you. Take care, lots of love and Shabbat Shabbat. Shalom.
0: All right, folks, you are listening to the Ishai Fleischer show. Thank you so much for being with me. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. God bless all of you guys. Thanks for saying hi. Here's uh, Penny, she says, call it Kavod. Uh, and a lot of other people, she says, oh, good morning from New York. There you go. Good morning from New York. And good morning to you. And good morning to Bruce in Pennsylvania. How fun is it that we can talk uh, around the world about Torah from the land of Israel? Such a special thing. Uh, an easy way to support uh, my podcast and this program is to go to Buy Me a Coffee. Uh, you can just buy me a cup of coffee by buymeacoffee.com forward slash Yeshai, Or you could just go to com. Uh, and through there, you'll see just the link at the top, uh, which we just got that website fixed up. So check it out. youshafleer dot You can sign up for my newsletter and you can just buy me a coffee. It's like such a simple way. And I've already had so many wonderful supporters who just bought me one cup of coffee, which is five dollars uh, and or or signed up for for monthly donations. and just a lot of fun. It's an easy way to support uh, one of your podcasts out there, hopefully. Um, the other thing is that I want to say, uh, what did I want to say? Oh, I wanted to thank all the folks that make this show happen. Let's start here with Lou, who helps produce the show. Thank you so much. God bless you, Lou. God bless Yocheved Seidman, Moshe Herman, Tabitha, and Ben Bresky, uh, who pushed this show out uh, through the net waves uh, into the world, into, into your consciousness, wherever you are. Lots of love and lots of blessings. And thank you to so much to our network, which is the Land of Israel Network, started by Ari and Jeremy. Great stuff, including their amazing farm. So check out uh, thelandofisrael.com. And also, of course, let's thank uh, jewishpress.com for pushing out the show through their wonderful channel. And check out their great email, the jewish express, jewishpress.com. And, of course, uh, the base of it all, which is Hebron. Uh, Hebron is the tomb of the patriarchs and matriarchs, the sister city of the holy city of Yerushalayim. And we support uh, the continuing building and beautification and securing and, and opening up to the world of Hebron. Uh, through hebronfund.org. Stay tuned, folks. More great stuff is on the way. Write me an email, yishai, Stay connected. Stay part of the story. Stay strong. Don't let anybody bring you down. More great stuff is on the way. God is broadcasting 24-7. All you have to do is tune in and shalom.
4: Israel's weekend raid to rescue more than a hundred hostages from hijackers at Ennebi Airport in Uganda it has been hailed as audacious and as a blow to terrorists around the world.
2: This week on The Jewish Story with Ralph Mike Foyer, Raid on Entebbe: the inside story of Yonatan Netanyahu and the rescue of hostages in 1976. Sometimes, said Yoni Netanyahu, it is good to believe that a man is a giant a force before whom nothing can stand. For more on Jewish history, tune in to The Jewish Story with Ralph Mike Foyer on the Land of Israel Network at thelandofisrael.com.